Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Portions of the Orders Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. It is 105 in Edmonton, 12.05 Pacific. The Oilers in San Jose tonight to close out a three-game California road trip. The Oilers are 2-0 so far on the trip. The NHL trade deadline was yesterday. Still to come on today's show, uh, an update out of Ottawa with Bruce Garriott. The Senators, a much-discussed team of late. And then Brett Hedekin uh, from the Sharks TV broadcast talk about the acquisition of Evander Kane. The second hour of orders now is brought to you by Digitex. Chorus uses Digitex for their copiers and printers. Their service is outstanding. And we'll tell you that some guests on the show receive gift certificates from Japanese Village, three locations downtown, south side and north side. To our River Crew Resort and Casino Hotline, Bruce Garriock from Post Media Ottawa. Bruce, how are you? I'm good, Bob. How are you doing? Uh, not bad. Uh, Ottawa has been a... Uh, well, let's put it this way. If I had told you at the start of the season that two of the three finalists for last year's NHL Executives of the Year, Peter Shirelli in Edmonton, Pierre Dorian in Ottawa, would both be in the position that they were in, would you have believed that at the start of the season? No, not a chance. I would have thought that both teams would be, at this point, Bob, I thought both teams would be sailing along quite nicely, headed for another trip to the playoffs, and, and you know, maybe even in some ways being considered contenders. Certainly, I think Edmonton would have been, in a, in a, and I felt like, you know, I think that Ottawa had a lot of things go right for them to get back, get to the East Final last year, but I think, you know, they certainly had a chance to get back to the playoffs. Well, nobody knows the Ottawa market like you. What happened to that hockey club this season? I think there's two factors. I think number one, um, Eric Carlson uh, came into camp after having off-season surgery, and I don't think that he's played the way that he's capable of playing. I think there have been nights where certainly he's he's been the bright light for them, but I think that uh, they just haven't happened often enough this season. I think the other thing you have to look for, look at, uh, quite frankly, is the goaltending. 
And uh, their goaltenders, Mike Condon and Craig Anderson, uh, are, I believe, 60th and 62nd in the league in save percentage. And they really felt like coming into the season that, that, that goaltending was going to be a strength of this team. Bob, it just hasn't been. And then after that, I have to say, like, collective, collectively, this group has just fallen apart. You can't just place it on those two things. I think you have to look at the big picture as well. And collectively, you just have a bunch of guys having a bad year. Well, you mentioned that uh, save percentage, and I'm going to throw out a number that Oilers fans, unfortunately, have heard a lot of this year. But you, you mentioned Ottawa's team save percentages at 897. There's two teams worse in the league, Carolina and Edmonton. Two strong five-on-five possession teams. They're both at 896. Now, Cam Talbot has started to climb. He is up to 904. But the combination of Laurent Bressois and Al Montoya have been sub-890. And it's been a killer for the team this year. So let's see old saying in hockey, Bruce. I don't know if goaltending is everything in hockey. But if you don't go, if you don't have goaltending, it's everything in hockey. So it's it does start there. And again, Talbot started to put it together here of late, and that's part of the reason why the Oilers are four and one in the last five games. So we feel you uh, in terms of uh, the situation in goal. You mentioned the defense. I look at Ottawa, and Pierre's lost two of his top three defensemen from last year. Am I overrating Dion Phaneuf because Carlson's still there, but Mathot and Phaneuf are gone? Yeah, and and no, I don't think you're overrating Dion Phaneuf, but that was an organizational decision. They 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 wanted to move on from that contract. They decided that they were going to get younger. Um, I think that if you look at uh, at, at, at Mathot, I mean, the the if if Phaneuf had waived his no move clause, then they could have protected Mathot in that expansion draft, but you know, if some buts, I think as far as Carlson goes, they just haven't been able to get a partner with him that has has been a comfortable fit. I think that that Johnny O'Dewey ended up in that role, but I really think that coming into the season, Bob, they wanted Frederick Clayson to do it, and and, and Frederick Clayson has kind of taken a bit of a step back here this year and hasn't been able to get it done. So, obviously, they, they made the decision to move on from Phaneuf. I, I, they're going to make a lot more decisions in the offseason, but I think one of the better decisions made yesterday was the fact that they held on to their captain, and now they can figure out what they want to do. What are they going to do with Eric Carlson, Bruce? Well, it, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting discussion now, because I think one, one thing that's going to happen, and, and you know, it's one of the things I'm going to talk about, Tonight on my my hit for TSN is that you know I think that that they're, everybody now Bob can just take a step back and just breathe a little bit because if they if they had rushed into a decision to trade him yesterday and I and I don't think by any stretch of the imagination that was ever the goal but if they had rushed into a decision to trade him yesterday Bob I think that that there would have been no turning back on that one. And the backlash, as we've seen on social media, even at the thought of entertaining them, has not been good. And I think now everybody can sit back, relax, reassess the situation, and then make a, make a, a, a decision in the summer on where they want to go, Bob. And, and that, that's going to be, you know, uh, the, you know, 
The organization has said if Carlson's still here July 1st, they want to make him a contract offer. I, I do think teams are going to approach him at the draft. I don't think there's any question about that. Um, and Carlson said this morning he doesn't want to go anywhere. He is willing to sign long-term here. He also did say he he thinks at some point they need to sit down and discuss the plan here going forward. Bruce Garriott joining us from Post Media. Bob Stoffer orders now. Bruce, uh, who is the best man in Eric Carlson's wedding? Daniel Alfredson. Daniel Alfredson. Who left the Senator's organization this past summer? Daniel Alfredson. Can Eugene Melnick mend that fence? I think he can. Um, I think that, that uh, you know, um, I think that, that Eugene Melnick and Carlson, um, I think that they can, I think a lot's made of that. I don't think that Melnick dislikes Carlson. I think that Melnick understands what what Carlson means to the organization. I think he understands what he means to the team. And I, I think that, that that was why one of the reasons I think one of the things that was that one of the things that Pierre Dorian and Mel and, and Eugene Melnick discussed is um look, if you if you are going to trade the captain, don't don't the, the team's not in any rush to trade him, Bob. And don't don't rush out and make a deal unless you really get what you want and you really think it can help the organization. Um, I, I think you know. I, I, I don't. I don't. I, I can't sit here and tell you what I know. Uh, what I know about the relationship because because I don't know how Eric Carlson feels about Eugene Melnick. I mean, I know that Eugene Melnick likes Eric Carlson and he likes him as a player. Uh, but but on the other side of that, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's. <laughs> and if I mean, you know, a lot, you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of that is a lot of is made of that, obviously, right? Well, I would say if you don't know, given who, what I know about who you know in Ottawa, if you don't know them, and that's that's the thing. Like, like I, I used to chuckle all the time because you know. I'm on the road with the team. I'm on the team plane. Now, we do not report any injuries that we see on the team plane. People can completely understand that, right? That, that's just professional courtesy and respect. But you have people make suggestions about things that may or not, may not have happened off ice, and I'm like, where the hell are you getting this stuff from? But, I, I, I mean, I just I look at Ottawa and say, all right, Eric Carlson, uh, yeah. I know how this works in the business, right? If, if you own something and your top guy isn't going and your team's going sideways, that top guy gets some heat on him. That's how it works. It starts there. I mean, well, you, mentioned the goal, you mentioned the goaltending. The Sens have committed $7 million for the combination of Anderson and Condon moving forward. That's a lot of money for a team that's got the third worst save percentage in the league. You got Carlson. He's having a difficult year plus-minus-wise. Uh, Clayson has not taken a step forward that they were hoping for. Uh, you know, they got. A, I mean, obviously, Shabbat's a future stud on the back end, Bruce. We both know that. I got to ask you about CC. They like this guy, don't they, Cody CC? Yeah, they do, and, and and I think some teams called on him, but I think they they didn't want to trade Cody CC. Not at this point. Uh, might they do it in the summer? I think they, they, you know, they they might consider it. But I think they have to see what happens with Carlson too, because um, you know he's a little bit of 
of, uh, you know, he, he plays some valuable minutes, and they, they need some people to play those minutes, especially if Carlson does leave. But, but I, I don't know. I know that people just think that this Carlson situation is going is, you know, he's probably finished here. I, I, I think that the situation is is somehow. I don't know. I, I base this on nothing. I think it'll somehow sort itself out in the summer. But I don't base that on anything at all, other than than maybe my own guess. Right? Is I just think that I think everyone's going to get a chance to sit back here now a little bit. The Senators have seen the reaction to the possibility of trading Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson has now had 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 time to see firsthand that you know he can be traded and he can move. And one of the things he spoke about this morning, Bob, is the fact that he didn't like what he went through the last seven days. It wasn't pleasant. He'd never seen it before. And I always consider uh, Eric Carlson a pretty cool guy, but I think the last seven days he's been a little bit nervous. Um, to me, and maybe you can, we've already got a three side mark stone. He's a restricted free agent. So they extend Carlson and they re sign Stone because they are dealing uh, with a self imposed team cap. Does that make it more likely that guys like Hoffman or Pacho or Smith go? Well, I always thought that at this deadline, that they would move one of Pajor or, or Broussard, and they move Broussard. I okay. thought they would move. They, they, I thought that they would move one of Hoffman or Smith, and they didn't move either of them, which surprised me. Do I think they'll revisit one of those deals in the offseason? I, I could see that, but you know, one of the things I know they're very torn on Mike Hoffman, very torn on Mike Hoffman because they know. They they they'd have our time, Bob, if he went somewhere and scored thirty five or forty goals, right? Like it it wouldn't be easy for them. So I, I think that they'll they'll revisit those. I don't know what happened with Zach Smith yesterday. I assume that a deal fell apart, but um, <laughs> it, you know uh, I think that that. Uh, that that is something they'll have to revisit in the off season. The other thing they've got to do, Bob, and you didn't mention is you know they 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 paid a lot to get Matt Duchesne in a trade, and he's got a year left on his deal. So if they want him to be the centerpiece of what's going to go on here, then they've got to get him signed as well. So there's three guys. There's Carlson, Stone, who is restricted, and we both assume will be long term. Yeah, and then Duchesne, and as yeah. a result, that that can be that. I think I, I think my this is just me thinking. I think they'll have long term discussions with all three of those guys, and I think that's the intention. Yeah. Well, Hoffman's. You know, it's funny, and the one thing I admired about Pierre Dorian, uh, Bruce, is you know, and this just shows people out there that get frustrated with Oilers players at times and their progression and how static their growth is. People forget, I mean, Mike Hoffman, everybody knows Mike Hoffman scored 82 goals in the last three seasons. So he's averaged 27 goals a year. Not 27 goals once. He averaged 27 goals a year. But people forget, he was waived by the Ottawa Senators at one time. Like, it it shows, it it takes some players longer than others, doesn't it? Yeah, I know, Bob. He's got a great, the guy's got one of the best shots in the NHL, I think. Uh, I think he's right up there. Daniel Alfredson told me. 
that he thought he was, you know, he thought that this guy was in the top of the league as far as just a release went. And that, those are pretty pretty strong words coming from a guy like Daniel Alfredson who down the road has a good chance of being an NHL Hall of Famer. Well, and my point is, like, you know, you look at a guy like Paul Yarby with the Oilers, he hasn't scored in 15 games, and you got people going, oh, they blew with that pick, and he's a suspect. Well, here you got a guy, later-round pick, in Mike Hoffman, and the Senators waved him at one stage, and now he's a player that's going to command a pretty good return if he does indeed get moved. Bruce, uh, give me a big winner, and uh, maybe just an assessment on the return on uh, Maroon. I know you've, had a, you've known Peter Shirelli for a long time at Edmonton. Were you surprised at, uh, I guess, the perception out there as to how little Edmonton got for Patrick Maroon? Because to me, the market dictated the return. But give me your thoughts on that. Well, I think that, I think you said it exactly. I mean, what was he going to get, right? And how much how much interest was there in? And you know, the, the the market. I think I think in the end, and I don't know how you felt, Bob. I kind of feel like in the end, the market went soft. And yeah. I know that there were a couple of big deals, but think about it, Bob. There were, there were what four deals before one thirty in the afternoon. At at that point, aren't you? If you're Jeremy you're saying, I better get something. You know, rather than letting this guy walk away, I, I, I thought Peter did the best deal he could. Yeah. And was Tampa Bay the biggest one? And does this just show that Steve Eisenman's a star right now? Unbelievable, well, right? Yeah, I know. He did, he did a good job. and But I think, I think he felt a little bit of pressure. I think that he felt a little bit of pressure when Boston went out and got Rick Nash. I think it took, I think it, you know, look, uh, I think Tampa was right in there on Eric Carlson. But I don't think they were ever willing to pay what Ottawa wanted to get. But uh, when when they when they came to the realization that Carlson just wasn't going to happen, they um, that they then moved on. Bruce, great stuff. Thanks a lot for joining us in orders. Now we'll do this before the draft, okay? Yes, of course. Always good to talk to you, Bob. Have a good day. Take care, man. Enjoy Washington. That is Bruce Garriott from Post Media. It's one twenty-two in Edmonton. We'll take a quick time out. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca That's ProAmSports.ca Hi, it's 125 in Edmonton and Bob Stafford joining you. Uh, we are going to go to NHL today. It's brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. Back in the studio in Edmonton, here's Brennan Olick. Eight games around the NHL tonight, Bob. Lots of debuts. We know Patrick Maroon, though, will not debut tonight for New Jersey. The Devils in Pittsburgh. Derek Broussard will play for the Pens on a line with Sheary and Kessel. Matt Murray out with a concussion for the Pens. Bad news for the Killer Bees. 
Patrice Bergeron out with a fractured foot. He'll be re-evaluated in two weeks as the Bruins get set to host Carolina tonight. We just heard from Bruce Garriock, uh, Ottawa in Washington tonight. Manus PRB will play on the Sens' top line with Duchesne and Hoffman. The Florida Panthers are home to the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Mitch Marner. Nine goals, nine assists in his last 12 games. The Panthers don't count them out just yet. They are seven points back of a wildcard spot, but they do have four games in hand on the team they are chasing, the Columbus Blue Jackets. The St. Louis Blues in a world of hurt. They travel to Minnesota. They've lost four in a row. The Wild have won four straight. Uh, Paul Statsny will debut on a line with... Patrick Lane and Nikolai Ehlers tonight when the Jets host Nashville in a battle for first in the Central. The Preds are two points up on the Jets. Hartman will debut on the fourth line for Nashville tonight. Speaking of debuts, Chris Stewart will be on the Flames' top line with Johnny Gaudreau and Sean Monaghan as the Flames take on the Stars in Dallas. And a rematch from last night, the LA Kings got by the Golden Knights 3-2 in overtime. They'll play tonight in Vegas. All right, 127 and 11 to the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Peter Shkreli telling us today about an hour and a half ago that Ethan Bear has been recalled. Uh, Oilers make it official via Twitter. Uh, I guess it's no more official than when the general manager says, hey, he's coming up. Uh, Bear has six goals, 16 points in 34 games. Did miss some time with an upper body issue. Uh, there are extenuating circumstances, which will all make uh, sense coming up earlier or later uh, during the course of this week. Um, uh, as to uh, the timing of this uh, for Ethan Bear, right shot defenseman. 128 in Edmonton. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, uh, Jack Michaels has been kind enough to grab us some audio. Uh, we'll hear from Oilers head coach Todd McClellan in the final half hour of the show as well, as well as Brett Hedekin from the uh, Sharks uh, broadcast. This is Oilers Now.